0: If you don't feel it, you don't heal it. So if you don't pay attention to what is bringing you contrast, and if you don't pay attention to how you don't want to feel, in addition to how you do want to feel, then you don't know what it is. Choose love, choose love. I want to feel love, I want to give love. Cause it's not easy. It's really not easy when, you know, you're in a moment and you're running late and I swear whenever you're running late, like everything just going sideways. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the show. So today's episode is going to be all about how do you want to feel, I scratched the surface a little bit with this and our Mindful Monday episode about really setting intentions for the week and focusing on what we really want to focus on for the week so that whenever we go into it, we're thinking about how we want to feel instead of what we want to do to make sure that we are setting ourselves up for success for the week. Because let's face it, we are like walking, talking feelings all day long. And if we shift our focus away from like how we don't always want to feel and we focus on how we do want to feel, I think there's a lot of power in that. You know, the more I dig in and the more I listen to podcasts and read, you know, your brain plays a huge part in this. And they say like your brain hears like what it wants to hear. If you say like, don't eat sugar, all you want to do is eat sugar, right? I feel like it's the same concept if you're like, don't feel sad or don't feel depressed. And you're putting so much energy on what you don't want to do that that's what the brain just constantly is repeating. And then those are the emotions and the feelings that you're displaying. So if we go in the week with an intention on how we want to feel, then we give our brain something else to focus on and something else to think, and we can start creating new pathways and new habits. So I thought this was a really good episode to lean into that and to really think about that. And it's obviously been really heavy on my mind as we go into the new year. But again, I have three weeks of travel coming up here in two weeks, and I have to be crystal fucking clear on how I want to feel or everyone's going to lose their shit. I talked about this in my mom guilt episode. That's what always triggers me is travel, especially back to back. And even if you don't have kids, back to back travel like that, it's just really hard on your body. And then you just, and you're kind of out of routine, no matter what, everybody likes a routine because you can kind of anticipate what's coming next. And your brain will find that very reassuring because its job is to just constantly keep you safe. So when you don't know what's really coming next or when you're really out of routine, things can just get a little crazy, right? And your emotions can just be running a little bit different. So this is a huge focus for me going into the next couple of weeks is really, really getting crystal clear. And I knew coming back to work this week, not just for me, but for my kids, I had to make sure that I was on my A game so I could support them. Because let me tell you, this morning, I had to really pull out those mantras and those intentions for the week and continuously repeat Choose love, choose love. I wanna feel love. I wanna give love. Cause it's not easy. It's really not easy when, you know, you're in a moment and you're running late. And I swear, whenever you're running late, like everything just going sideways. And it actually worked so well. Like, I'm not gonna say I was perfect, and I'm not gonna say like I didn't have a little mini meltdown moment. But I brought myself out of it like within minutes, within minutes. I was like, okay, get your shit together and had to really frame up how I was thinking about my morning and what running late, quote unquote, meant to me, what the consequences of that would be and what they wouldn't be and get out of my head. And the only way I felt like I was really able to come back from falling off was because I was crystal clear on how I really wanted to feel this week and what I really wanted to accomplish. So that's what I want to dive into today. So if you guys have never really spent any time sitting down just truly thinking about how do you really want to feel, I really think it would just change your whole mindset. I think it's the beginning part to really shifting your mindset is focusing on how you want to feel because out of how you want to feel, you can really start putting boundaries and you can start creating your days. You can start architecting your life around this concept. I know if you're just like me, and most women especially, we just don't slow down long enough to think, how do I want to feel? Because a lot of the things we've been taught is to just be in service of others so much constantly that we're never in service to ourselves. There's nothing wrong with being in service to other people, but you have to make sure that you are in service to yourself first and that you are taking care of yourself and you know how being in service to others is serving you and making sure it's completely aligned. So how do you wanna feel? So there's this amazing woman named Danielle Laporte and um, you know we've been talking about her in some of my um, coaching calls and things like that. And a lot of people in my group are huge fans of her. I follow her on Instagram. She's really amazing, and uh, she wrote this book called The Desire Map, and it really is a game changer on thinking about how do you want to feel, and it's like this whole exercise. I can tag the book. You don't have to get the book. You just got to really slow down and just think about how do you want to feel, but it really is a fantastic book and a great exercise, but it's really just focusing on your internal versus your external, and how do you want to feel on the inside day in and day out when you go to bed at night. What will make you feel like you had a great day? Is it a feeling of accomplishment, meaning like you feel relaxed in your accomplishments? You feel strong in your accomplishments? You accomplished something fun today? Like, what is that for you? Because most of the time, everything we want to do and how we measure our accomplishments is based on external things, right? Like our goals, our bucket list, our to-do list. But all of that is rooted in our why, which is rooted in how do we want to feel. We know that those things will bring us a certain feeling. Hence, that's why they're on our bucket list. But why don't we get crystal fucking clear about what that feeling is so we can go after it and actually really achieve some of those things we really want to achieve in life. And this is where you can start taking those micro actions and taking messy action. Because I truly believe if you have changed your belief mindset around why you want something and it's tied to a feeling instead of an external goal, you are so much more likely to go after it. You know, everything I've done over the last six months has been tied to just how I really wanted to feel every day. And not just what I wanted to accomplish. Like the podcast. I'm actually recording this from a car right now. Because I just had to get it in. Because I really love doing the podcast. And it's one of the things that I really want to feel. It brings me joy. So I didn't want to let it slip. Like I did over Christmas break. So I scheduled it in where I could schedule it in. To get it done. My house is crazy busy right now. I can't be in the house. So I'm doing it from the car. Because it brings me joy. So I made it work. I fit it in. It's part of my feelings on how I want to feel every day. So here I am. And the other big part of this is it allows us to architect our lives exactly how we want them because we really do truly hold the power. It's our life. It's our feelings. We choose how we are going to feel in every situation. No one has the power to feel for you. You hold that power. So let's design our lives around how we want to feel. Let's advocate for ourselves and stop playing the victim. I feel like that's a whole other episode because there's so many different pieces and parts to that. And to be completely honest and real with you, playing the victim was such a safe place for me. Especially in my marriage or my household, where I felt like I was constantly serving and doing things for my kids, or if my husband and I were fighting about whatever the fuck we were fighting about, like which is usually the same shit all the time. I just always wanted to play the victim instead of standing up and owning my piece in the argument or owning my piece and whatever the problem or issue is that we are dealing with. Like I can't think of anything off the top of my head, <laughs> but which is funny. But I love playing the victim. But it was because I didn't know how I wanted to feel. So that was a safe place for me because I had never pulled back the layers and thought about like, well, what does Katie want? And is what I'm doing in the situation getting me there or is it taking me further away from that? But I had just never done this like basic self-care work to get there. Anyways, that's a whole different topic that we can talk about another day. So let's talk about how do we want to feel. So I'm just going to like walk you through my experience on briefly on how I kind of got to my core desired feelings and I think this is just something you guys could think through if this is something that is definitely one of your intentions as we move into the new year and we talked about this and setting resolutions and I really believe there's so much power in this and I think you will find so much more joy out of this than just setting more goals that you may or may not reach so I started with this whole kind of like writing exercise that was part of the um this self awareness program that I'm in on how to really get clear with yourself, right? So I wrote a story from a place of not in the present future, but as it ex- as if it existed in today, but it doesn't, right? So I wrote this story from a place of this is my life. My life is like this. I work here. I do this. This is my job. I travel this often. I live in a house, my house is on the water, my house is this big, Um, I have two car garage. I mean, I got real fucking specific in some of these areas about exactly what I wanted. And it went everywhere from what do I do in my life, like my job, my career, whatever, do I work for myself? What are my hobbies? What does my house look like? What's the relationship with my child, my children? What's the relationship with my husband? What are the things that we talk about? What are the things that we enjoy doing? What's my relationship with my friends? What do we do when we get together? How do we spend that time? What do we talk about? You know, what's my relationship with my health? Am I healthy? Am I not? And got really, really crystal clear. Like what's my relationship with my body? Do I love it? Am I at the weight that I want to be at or the dress size or whatever that is for you? what is it, how do you wanna feel? And like, it. this actually took me a really long time because I wanted to be really, really clear because I feel like this is a great way to visualize your life and to manifest things into your life that you really, really want. So I encourage you to kind of take all those areas of your life, your marriage, money, how much money are you making, what's your savings, what's your plans with money, are you in debt? I'm going to assume that if everyone's writing this as their perfect life, they're not in debt. Jot down like those big six key areas like marriage, kids, health, money, spirituality, home life, whatever it is, and really go through and just outline what that looks like for you. Then the next step in that was to go through and circle words that popped up quite often, right? Like for me, I remember the word supported came up like a thousand times. And in my story, like that was just one of the keywords I remember. And there was a bunch of other keywords and I kind of circled them. Then I tallied them up at the end. It's all your feeling words. And you roll it up into these like seven or eight other like overarching emotion list. And then you can kind of see, you know, what are you what do you want and what do you want to accomplish in life? And for me, those core desired feelings came out to be relaxed, strong, and peaceful. And I know that all came around me wanting to create more space in my life, mentally and physically, and time freedom. But I have to do some work in my belief system to be able to create that. And as a woman, really making sure that I'm open to receiving and feeling joy every day. It's really easy to get caught up in the everyday hustle instead of focusing on how I want to feel. And I want to feel joyful, which in turn makes me feel peaceful and I need to make sure that I'm constantly open for opportunities to feel good. When I walk in the door at night, instead of focusing on the next thing I have to do, like the dishes or cook dinner, I really need to shift my attention to the three people that live in my house that bring me joy, especially like my little 6 year old Six-year-olds are just so cute and so innocent and they just say funny stuff, right? So really spend a few minutes with her, look at her in her eye and talking to her That would bring me joy, but I have to be conscious of that. Instead of just like checking off my to-do list, I have to make sure I'm truly, truly, truly paying attention to that. Other examples of your core desired feelings could be something like fun. Fun could be a feeling for you, like you want to create fun in your life. And I know that sounds stupid, but as adults, again, we always are focused on what we have to do or what we want to achieve. And I guarantee you that none of you put fun on your list or you're not thinking about it. Well, at least I wouldn't have done that in the past, right? And I think that's kind of what's gotten us to this like burnt out culture is no one's focusing on fun. We're just focused on always being on, whether you're always being on at work and then you're always on social media or whatever it is. You're just always on. So I actually think that's a really cool Feeling to focus on. You can even focus on expansive. Making sure you're not playing small. That's a big one for me. Is not playing small. I feel like for me. That's where my core design My core desire to feel strong is is in this not playing small and knowing that I'm supported and leaning into my support system at home and my friends, my family, and really taking advantage of that. And I know that that's what for me plays into that feeling strong feeling. So now the idea around this is once you know what those core desired feelings are that you want to feel every day, is how are you going to... Schedule those and create those micro actions and put them into your daily routine and your daily life. You know, if you want to feel calm and relaxed, like make sure that you're scheduling your yoga or your workout or whatever that is for you that makes you feel calm and relaxed. Make sure that you're focusing on those, you know, earlier this week. With the Mindful Monday, we set intentions and we talk about mantras and like really setting up how do you want to feel this week, right? Use those core desired feelings as your mantras, as part of your meditations to kind of get you there, again for me choosing love and doing everything from a place of love makes me feel very authentic it makes me calm the demons down as far as feeling like a fraud when i show up on the podcast or when i'm showing up in social media really trying to like express this new mindset and shift the way i think it makes me feel strong and it makes me feel alive so i know by choosing that as my mantra for the week it feeds into one of my core desired feelings So it aligns with how you want to feel energetically, not how you want to feel physically. Because we all know we're energy. And if you feel really, really good on a day-to-day basis, you can do anything. Like we joke about this all the time, right? How it's so much easier to wake up early on a Saturday and Sunday when you're getting ready to go do something that you're truly passionate about than it is sometimes to wake up early during the week, right? Not that we don't like our jobs, But sometimes you get caught up in that daily grind and when you have something different going on that you're really looking forward to, it's super easy to just like wake up and go and do that. That's because that's coming from a place of energy, not from a place of things I have to do. So you got to choose these beliefs that make you feel good and work them into your everyday. But ultimately, it's getting super crystal clear on how you want to feel and making sure you are carving out time in your daily life to do that. And I know a lot of you are like, well, I have no fucking time. So how can I do that? But there's always ways to create more time. And that is one thing I actually learned over when I was talking about my 24 hour internet detox. I instantly felt like I had so much more time. And I don't think I missed anything. I don't think I missed anything on social media. I don't think I missed anything by not spending hours on Google. I didn't miss anything. I got to spend a lot of time being completely fucking present. You know, it was over the weekend and I was on Christmas break So I didn't really leverage that time to take action on any personal goals or anything, but I did leverage that time to be completely fucking present and watch some movies with my kids and be like 100% present all in. Like how many times have I watched Moana and Frozen? Thousands. But this time it was a completely different experience because I wasn't doing it from a place of distraction. I wasn't watching it with her and texting my friend on the side or watching it with her and kind of scrolling through social media. And I picked up so much more out of these movies than I did before. So that's my whole point is that there is time that you can create. You just have to shift your mindset. And I think it really starts with that process of knowing yourself and how you want to feel. But if you don't know how you want to feel then what are you carving out time for? Nothing, because you don't know, because there's nothing to carve out time for. So you just got to start small, and it's baby actions. And I'm not saying just like upheaval your whole life. Just start thinking about how do you want to feel? And then what are one or two things you could do a week that can make you feel better? And then the week after that, what are four or five things that you could do to feel better? And just keep it going and keep peeling back those layers. But to be honest, You have to also know how you don't want to feel. This is one of the podcast questions that came up in my Q&A that I will admit I have been avoiding because I wasn't really sure how to answer it. And I'm not even really sure if I'm going to answer it all the way here, but I've been thinking about it more and more because I feel like a lot of people are kind of experiencing a lot of contrast feelings right now as they move into the new year and they're not really sure... You know what they want to do and they're trying to get back into the rhythm of things and like, should I do New New Year's resolutions and trying to create space and like, what do I not want to do? What do I want to give up so I can go after these new goals of mine? And this feeling of contrast keeps coming up. And I was listening to another podcast this morning. I know I say that a lot, but I'm a commuter, don't forget. So I have a lot of time on my hand in the morning and the afternoon. And someone um, had said... If you don't feel it, you don't heal it. So if you don't pay attention to what is bringing you contrast, and if you don't pay attention to how you don't want to feel in addition to how you do want to feel, then you don't know what it is and you don't know how to fix it. So just think of like certain examples. like What are some things that you don't want to feel? Now, what actions can you take to make sure that those things don't happen. It's kind of like identifying your energy leaks. Like a pretty basic example is I don't, I actually enjoy cooking, but I hate feeling rushed in the kitchen after work. So if I'm making five different dinners, well, there's only four of us. So if I'm making four different dinners, then I feel rushed and that's a complete energy leak. So I don't want to feel like that. So now I have to be clear with myself on how I do want to feel And go back and say, hey guys, we're going to set some boundaries here. I'm going to cook this. You can pick one night. You can pick one night. And just kind of figure out. But you can't get to that place of problem solving without realizing what you don't want to feel. So just as much as we need to focus on how we do want to feel, which is super important, you also have to identify how you don't want to feel. That's just a really good way, I think, to think of contrast because you always feel contrast in your life no matter what, especially the more that you do focus on how you want to feel. It will be heightened awareness when something comes up that's not in alignment with how you want to feel. And you just got to take the actions. It's all about taking the micro actions to really create that true feeling of alignment with what you want and what you don't want. And every day is a learning process. And it's a constant stepping stone. And things will always change. And just like those core desired feelings, they will change as well. You know, I did mine over the summer. I do feel like some things have changed for me, and I've grown in certain areas, and I'm excelling in certain areas. And the more you do that, you can start to see other things you want to work on. And this is a process that will always change, and it's ongoing. And my coach Heather always says, it's rinse and repeat right? You will grow. You will change. You are an ever-changing person. Life is ever-changing. The only thing we can count on in life is change. So it's okay. Those feelings will change. I think it's probably a really good idea to do this like in the spring. I'm probably going to target like my birthday is in February. So that feels like a really good place. You know, it's we've been like six weeks into a new year. Birthdays always feel like a really good time for reflection. So if your birthday is like in the spring, maybe tie it to that to do a refresh on how you want to feel for the year and or September. So I think one time in the spring and one time in September to kind of sit down with yourself and do a little gut check. You know, September is the new new year. Maybe that's why I'm so anti-New Year's resolution this year because I kind of feel like I did my reboot in September. I feel like that every year. And for so many years, I didn't even realize it. It's like this new feeling, like the summer's over, You're getting ready to go into a new school year. Um, You're getting ready to move into fall. You got to mentally start preparing for that season change. And that's a really, really good time, I think, to focus on what are some of your next steps and some of your next plans. So these feelings will change, and that's okay because you are changing as a person. But as long as you're always paying attention to how you really want to feel, that's how you're going to win your week, your month, your year, and your life. So I hope that helped you ladies out on trying to get clear on how you want to feel. I think it's a really big deal, especially, you know, as I work on it, as I go into these next couple of weeks, I want to make sure that I kill it. Not I go and I get it done and like, oh yeah, I survived. I want to nail it. I want to go through these three weeks. I want all of those trips to be super successful by themselves. But internally, I want to feel successful. And I want to make sure that the energy I'm putting out is helping my family set up for a successful time while I'm out traveling as well. All right, ladies, I hope that this inspired you. I really do. And if you feel inspired, please rate and review me on iTunes and share this with your girlfriends. Thanks so much for holding and creating this space with me today.